Welcome to Happenstance, the podcast that explores the planned, the unplanned, and how our careers are created out of opportunity, hard work, and the unexpected. I'm your host, Cassie. It's the final Friday of 2023. I can hardly believe it, but I am so excited to be back the last episode of the year, a solo episode for us to hang out, chat, maybe reflect a little bit more if you caught last week's episode, and also look ahead and to think about the things that we're excited for in 2024. As always, I'm so excited that you are here, and let's see where Happenstance takes us. I had a conversation with a friend and a fellow career coach the other day just about our businesses and kind of what the experience of solopreneurship and entrepreneurship has been like. And it's just kind of led me, I think, in a good way down a little bit of a a spiral or a rabbit hole kind of thinking about failure and thinking about what we deem as success or something that was beneficial or quote like worth it and it's an interesting conversation I think also to maybe be having on the last Friday of the year because I know for me the end of the year is always such an interesting time of like potential excitement for a new year feeling like a chapter's closing, you know, kind of saying goodbye to whatever those hard or challenging or not so fun things were in a year. And potentially a new year comes with that excitement then of like, this year can be whatever I want it to be. And in a sense, I love that. I love that people feel that progression and that like sense of newness and excitement and being able to build whatever they want to to build but it's also interesting to kind of recognize that quite literally the only thing that changes from December 31st to January 1st is the date that we write it is simply just another day that we wake up and and go about our our days doing the things that hopefully are important to us and that we want to be doing and that we feel good about and so I don't necessarily like kind of being all in one camp or all all in the other, you know, of people who hate New Year's, people who love it, people who rush at the end of the year to like get their goals done and make sure that they've crushed the list, and people who kind of push away this idea of, you know, the, the goals and the to-dos and all of that and I don't know, I think maybe it's an ever-evolving thought process for me of trying to find some something in the middle that I can feel good about between all of it. But the conversation that I was having earlier this month was just around, especially from a business perspective, kind of the idea of deciding like what things need to come to a stop or what things do you no longer want to be part of your business or no longer want to be a focus and kind of making some of those decisions and making some of those pivots. And I think the reason 
that I've been thinking about this so much is because it's not just from a business standpoint, right? It can be from any other aspect in our life of making some of these decisions about what needs to slow down, what maybe needs to speed up, where you want your focus to be or what you want your priorities to be, all of those things. It it could be those new habits that you want to establish or that you want to diminish. I think it could be any of those things, but really a lot of it centering around kind of this mindset that when we stop something, that there's a failure associated with it. And this friend and I were kind of circling around that thought, truly from a business perspective of like, if I decide to not do my business anymore, and I am speaking hypothetically, but if I decide to go back to work full time for a company or an organization, if I decide to stop doing one or two aspects of my business, is that a quote failure? And we were kind of going through this thought process and her and I are both at very similar stages in our businesses and kind of establishing what we want them to be and just kind of having these thoughts and conversations around that ebb and flow of it and the the business of it and in a sense kind of feeling like stuck and like do I have to always offer this thing even if I don't want to and to, to give a more kind of specific example, her and I were both uh, chatting a little bit about resumes and it's a funny topic in the career coaching world because a lot of career coaches that I interact with on a weekly, monthly, yearly basis, even many that have been on this podcast and, and other podcasts, like they hate writing resumes for clients. For so many people, it's a service. For so many coaches, I should say, it's a service that they do not and will not offer because they hate it. And then there's me, who for a long time, it's something that I do really enjoy doing. I always say, and the only way I know how to describe it is I love the like tinkering with it and figuring out a way to make a resume really work for someone. And so it's been a funny kind of experience of so many coaches that I talk to. They're like, ugh, I don't want to look at another resume. I hate it. And they'd much rather focus on other things like career clarity or, you know, reaching other career and professional goals and then for me I'm like I'll take a resume I don't care like send it my way Um, but I did have an interesting kind of experience this year where there was a couple months where I was just feeling tired of resumes I don't know burnt out feels a little I don't know like too much of a word but But there was a time and it was like, okay, if I no longer offer this thing that starts to feel a little niche, like, is that a failure? Am I making a decision to, you know, change my niche and change my focus? And and so we're just kind of talking about some of those things and how we determine or those internal feelings of a failure, even if it's not even close. And even if in so many of these scenarios, like, quote-unquote failure does not exist and I think that's really kind of the takeaway for me this year and kind of going into a new year and and all of this and this conversation is just thinking about the fact that so often we are so afraid to fail or we are so mindful of what that failure will look like feel like 
but we are not thinking about or recognizing that there are also scenarios where failure just simply does not exist. Like if this is, if this were to be the last episode of the podcast, I promise it's not, but if it were, like that's not a failure. That's 80 episodes. That's 80 episodes of success. That's 80 episodes of progress. And I think the same from a a business and goal perspective, like when we set these goals at the beginning of the year or whenever we set them, even if you didn't reach them, like that may feel like a failure, but I would challenge you to think, is it? Is it a failure if you didn't meet that goal perfectly or was it progress? And was it active and intentional steps towards that goal? Did you still work towards it? And maybe that's the way to kind of think about some of these things as we approach the end of the year. And I'm also so, so, so very often reminded of when I was first starting to launch this business and this podcast and all of that, that someone said to me, Cassie, no matter what, it will always be worth it. And really asked me to kind of like ponder on that thought And even in this moment, I'm now like forgetting the exact way that this question was phrased to me, but maybe it was even just as simple as like, will it be worth it? And the answer for me has been yes. And I think working to kind of adopt this mindset into a few other areas of knowing that like, even if the goal wasn't reached to a hundred percent, you know, perfection, that the steps to get there were worth it and the lessons learned along the way were worth it and the other aspects of it, maybe even those happenstance moments along the way were worth it so that no matter what, even if everything crashes and burns tomorrow, like would it all be worth it? And I think if the answer to that is yes, or if the the steps that got you here towards whatever that goal is, or whatever that thing is that feels like a failure, of like, was there still value in it? Would it still be worth it? Can be freeing in the sense that you cannot, quote unquote, fail. So that's a little look into my brain as we wrap up 2023 and head into a new year. And just for the fun of it, I wanted to share a few happenstance moments from 2023. So I think the biggest happenstance moment from 2023 or one that stands out the most, I think, for me is simply the fact that there are moments when you meet someone. I think this is the epitome of a happenstance moment, that there are moments when you meet someone and you didn't know leading up to it like that you could have such an instant connection with someone. And I feel, <laughs> I'm laughing because I feel like some people listening are going to be like, oh my God and start to think about where I'm going with this and you are also so wrong but this year one of my very best friends uh, truly someone who is a, a sibling to me uh, not even just a friend but someone that I've grown up my whole life with 
I had the opportunity to meet their son and he is just such an incredible little human and at three years old I don't know what cosmic things in this world led him to her and them to me and all of that Um, but it has been such a joy to see this family grow and to meet that little human and uh, to interact with him and for something like that that could could take so much time you know to really grow to just be like oh my god there's just so much happenstance that I couldn't not share it so that is a big one and one not work related at all just who are the people that you met this year and who did you have that instant connection with? And I, I think I wanted to share this one too because uh, as probably many of you know, like kids are unpredictable. You can meet or interact with a, a three-year-old and like, you don't know, they could be having a good day, a bad day. They could be like, whoa, you're a stranger, not interested in talking to you. And... um So I went into that interaction of meeting this little human, I think with no expectations or maybe even with expectations that it was going to take him a little while to warm up to me or to feel comfortable and that type of stuff, just given that we had never met and that he's a little human. Um, And I was just so pleasantly surprised. And my heart was so filled by that interaction and hearing, you know, little things um, since having the opportunity to meet him, you know, uh, has just been wonderful, a real true joy this year. I think some other happenstance moments that have come along the way this year I've been thinking a lot about the change that's happened and I think a lot of that has been like navigating different changes both like among or within my own life but also kind of navigating changes externally. So just the experience of other people that I know and and friends and kind of my core people like expanding their families or moving into another phase of life physically moving into different places and kind of navigating all those all those changes I think there's a lot of happenstance that comes with that and those things that we could never plan for and never expect but also then that you know sometimes do come with challenges but also come with opportunities and you know kind of navigating that has has had its challenges frankly but also I think there's still a lot of joy in in recognizing that growth and that opportunity and then one other happenstance moment that I do want to plug is for me a happenstance moment this year is that another person in the career and professional development world reached out to me and asked me to collaborate with them on some things and it's something that's still kind of in the works I'm I feel like I'm in the middle of the happenstance moment because I don't totally know where this is going to go or what it's going to be 
But I did want to share it because I feel like it is a true testament to those happenstance moments and to the unplanned and unexpected things that this is a person I've interacted with twice in the last, well, prior to hearing from them a few months ago. They were someone that I had literally interacted with like twice in the last two and a half or three years. This is not someone that I knew very well or that I, you know, felt that I had like a really strong work relationship with or anything like that but someone that reached out to me and basically said hey Cassie I want to work on this thing I feel like you'd be perfect to work with and just keeping in mind that there can be these interactions that we have whether it be via email or LinkedIn or professional projects or work or life or wherever and they may feel really insignificant to you you know, I definitely know that interacting with this person, I thought like, I am a a blip on the radar for them, you know, like, not someone that would really stand out to them. And I kind of looked at them in, in such high esteem, and I still do. But I think because of that, I just felt like they'll, they'd never want to do anything with me. It wasn't even on my radar. And so to get that message and to hear that they were like, no, I was, I was impressed with, you know, the times that we've interacted, I was really impressed. And I really think you'd be the perfect partner for this. Um, again, just another happenstance moment that I would have never seen coming. And I still don't know where it's going. But maybe that's what 2024 is. I'm not really sure where it's going. But I'm excited to be along the ride. So... With that, as we head into 2024, remember that there are so many scenarios where just the fact that you're trying, just the fact that you did try means you cannot fail and that there are takeaways from it. There are happenstance moments every single day. We just have to be looking for them. And no matter what 2024 brings, we're all along for the ride. I'll see you in the new year. 